0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to what is now, I believe, the 18th or 19th episode. I don't remember off the top of my head. It's one of those, but um, I'm your host, Jacob Bradley, and today I'm joined by a very special guest. You can already see her on your screen. She's clapping and flexing and all that stuff. Yes. Um, please welcome on, Abby Nettle. Abby, how are you doing today?
1: I'm wonderful. A little tired, but that's because I'm up before 2 p.m. So.
0: Fair enough. I didn't realize I was, I was making you get up before 2 p.m. here.
1: No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> I need I need the motivation to get up.
0: Yeah, I had to I had to bring my brother to school this morning. So I've been up for a while. That was mm. fun. That's
1: I don't know how terrible. we ever
0: did it going to school at, at seven o'clock in the morning.
1: That's like because I never drove there in the morning. I made my brother do it because I would um fall asleep behind the wheel mm. and kill us. Just
0: like, terrible. Okay. Just terrible. I know.
1: That's a terrible scenario, isn't it?
0: I mean, I don't know about you, but my my earliest college class this semester. Well, I, I take that back. My earliest class was 10 this semester. But last semester, um, it, for the fall, it was like 1130. And I'm like, that's a dream. Like,
1: <laughs> I couldn't. No? I um, see, I didn't even attend my classes like at all, ever. Oh, OK. <laughs> um, no matter the time, I just didn't go.
0: Yeah, so. fair enough. That's that's fair enough, I guess. So but um, much. Yeah. But why don't we kick uh, – well, hold on. Let's talk a little bit about uh, – because we are in the middle of May, and I would assume that uh, you, much like all the other college students, uh, have just experienced finals week. So what was that like?
1: <laughs> um, you know, I'm only halfway through my finals because, again, like I said, I'm pretty lazy and I procrastinate. And, you know, my deadlines were a couple of days ago, but I just figured I wouldn't submit them late because yeah. – why not? I'm going to pull the, the mental illness card. The guys, I'm meant to accept it. Um, but I'm halfway through. You know, it is a little tough when you don't go to class and don't have yeah. any material. But it's fine. I just kind of like did what I had to do.
0: Yeah. Were they all online finals or did you have to go any in person?
1: No, all my classes were online. But I went to campus because I was like, I don't want to be home.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. That's, yeah. that's fair but um yeah I have um yeah I have one more tomorrow in the morning I have to go up to Oswego for that 10 so <laughs> yeah that's all right I mean it'll be fine but then I'm done and I, I can't wait
1: yes summer
0: yeah. uh do you have do you have any big summer plans at all I know we're starting to reopen things and you you're kind of a an outgoer and yeah, you like L- to do a lot of the party <laughs> or uh, not party, a lot of um, a lot of concerts and stuff. You got any plans for any concerts or anything?
1: Um, I mean, most concerts that have been scheduled are like for actually like September. Oh, okay. So I'll probably be at school, but I don't know. Nothing's really sparked my interest yet.
0: Fair so
1: enough. I'm waiting on that yeah. one.
0: But just any general plans yet that you know of?
1: <sighs> um. My boyfriend's coming up like once a month. Very nice. That's exciting because he lives down near my school. So he's not in Syracuse, which is unfortunate. Lucky him, right? I know. I'm going to have to show him everything (laughs) about Syracuse, the polluted lake. Yeah. um, Everything disgusting, you know. But I'll tell you what,
0: though. I was just talking to, to Ryan DeWan the other day, and he's kind of in a similar boat as you. He's got a a girlfriend that's not from um, from the here. Syracuse era area. Yeah. And uh, I was just, a- I was asking him, picking his brain a bit. What would you show him or what? Yeah. What would you show your boyfriend uh, up here in Syracuse?
1: Um, okay. I'm definitely, okay. I would take him to Onondaga Lake, but that's pretty basic. Cause that's in like Liverpool where we're from. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty terrified of driving downtown, but I do want to show him downtown
0: just walk take a bus <laughs>
1: <Wow>. <laughs> um that can be a little dangerous but yeah. like, um that's a really good question because yeah. there's so much here like when you leave like and go as far as I did and then come back you're like wow there's actually a ton of stuff to do here
0: yeah I know Which take it for hard. granted in a way
1: I know I'm like There's a Chick-fil-A like 10 minutes away from me. And there's not one for hours where I'm from. I know.
0: They they literally just, I don't know if we're talking about the same one, but they just finished building the one in Liverpool. That's literally like right around the corner from me.
1: Yeah, Like I can walk
0: if I want. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Don't have to do any more day trips to Cicero or anything.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's one I live near actually. Like I'm on the border of CNS. Oh, okay. Kind of near all that stuff. Like what's over there? Um... Sonic.
0: Yeah, Tully's is over there.
1: But... Tons of stuff. I'm like, yeah. actually I've so that's what I'm thinking about. Like all the different restaurants I could bring him to. Like, yeah. I've already brought him to Tully's. So that was notable. Um yeah. the experience, like the the waiter was terrible, but I was like, listen, disregard the tenders are good.
0: Th- that's what he had, I would assume, right? Is the tenders.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Just straight up or any Asian or Buffalo or anything
1: original you have to do original the first yeah time. you gotta
0: you gotta lose uh the virginity card to tallies with the with the straight up original and then you could progress into to some of the other flavors
1: absolutely i yeah. agree
0: i just i uh i used to go on a kick and get get the asian tenders but now i've kind of dialed it back and just gone back to the original for the last couple months i mean yeah. you can't go wrong you just can't go wrong
1: no the asian tenders i think those are special occasion tender you know yeah. You really have to be ravenously hungry for those.
0: Yeah, right, because you eat, like, three of them, and then you're like, oh, I don't know if I want any more of these. But then the, you save them for dinner later, and it's it's just – it's all full circle. Right,
1: snack. Yeah. Yes. It's all
0: full I... circle. <laughs> but all right. Uh, And, yeah, Ryan said pretty much the same thing. Like, he, he – you know, I, my suggestion is always the most. Go to the most. That's always really? my suggestion. <laughs> I don't even know if it's open, but it's just fun. The most. The most. You got that big play pit. You can go, I don't know, find fossils. I'm only kidding. <laughs> the mall is probably the answer, but I, I personally would. If I were to go on a date, I would want I would want it to be as much fun for me as it would be for the next person. So mm-hmm. kids' museums are always up there.
1: I'm trying to think of something, like, thrilling, like, I don't know, like yeah. jumping out of a plane into
0: into the lake. <laughs> <laughs> I've never jumped out of a plane, so I can't. I have no I'm stance nearby, on that,
1: but I would do it.
0: I might, but I I hear that it's just it could be you either have a really good experience with it or not a very good experience with it, and I don't know where I'd stand. Mm-hmm. No, I don't no. like the the escalator going up to the movie theater at the mall, so I don't know how much I would like mm-hmm. the uh, the whole jumping off plane aspect.
1: You know what? That actually, yeah, you've made me realize that. <laughs> That's because
0: i hate elevators i hate elevators so much yeah it's very uh it's a very two-way street isn't it for when mm-hmm. you put it in the perspective. but um Yeah. oh
1: yeah never mind <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah just stick to someplace on the ground yeah but um <laughs> but all right as we move on here uh as i had mentioned to you off camera uh we mm-hmm. do a thing here the uh the tell them about that hall of fame segment and this is it's Triumphant Return, because it has not been around the last few weeks. Obviously, there was no podcast last week, but mm-hmm. uh, the weeks before have been some group podcasts. So I believe the last edition of it was probably a month ago or so. And uh, mm-hmm. in, in podcast, like in the, the YouTube time, in my time, it's been a while. But mm-hmm. um, so, Abby, I got to ask you, what is your official induction into the Tell Them About That Hall of Fame?
1: I had to think about this for approximately five minutes. <laughs> and... I would say, it's a person, I would like to induct um, Alex from the New Paltz Gulf Gas Station into the Hall of Fame because of how generous he is. Oh, yeah? Yes.
0: What, yes. What, what made him so generous? Can we talk about that on camera or do we have to talk about that off camera?
1: We can talk about that. <laughs> I'll just say... Um, they have a great selection of beverages for college students. Very nice. And he's very much willing to give those out.
0: Okay, so tell us a little bit about Alex. Was he a um, was he an older gentleman? Was he a peer? Was he younger?
1: He's like, uh... there was one time on my birthday where I walked in with a purple wig on. I was like, "Hey, Alex, what's going on?" <laughs> and I kind of asked him about himself. Himself. Himself? himself
0: Himself, right? Himself. Yeah, himself.
1: Himself. And <laughs> he said I think he was from Jordan, like the country Jordan. Oh wow. I think he's like from a family of like immigrants. Wow. Um, but he's like in his twenties. He has a very indicative style of the backwards baseball cap and a plaid um overshirt. And everyone knows Alex. They go to the golf, they take pictures of him, it's like Hey, we're with Alex. So, <laughs> Shout out to Alex. I love That's that. awesome.
0: He's got to love his life, doesn't he?
1: He does. He's always blasting some, like, Romanian music in there. That's I
0: awesome. Living the dream, huh?
1: Absolutely. Yes.
0: Well, we'll use that as a seamless transition into, uh, into college life. So, um, so New Paltz, right? That's where you attended. Yes. Um, it's, a, is, it's a smaller college, cor- correct? It's a little bit small.
1: It's about the same size as like Ithaca. Okay. It's so like medium medium small size, yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah. so did was it did you pretty much uh, get along with just about everybody you met up there? Oh
1: yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> I kind of I kind of made it my job to network the whole campus. Oh. So I really tried to know everyone there and be friends with everyone. Um I had my few little issue people that's but gonna I'm, happen yeah i put them in their place they know not to mess with me and they know not to mess with anyone else because i know everyone meaning just by association they're not going to be liked so yeah i guess i hold a lot of power in that sense but yeah i mean i did meet a lot of people great people
0: we needed somebody like you up at us so we go to connect the campus because there was there was very little connection up there at the
1: campus. oh my god I'll be up there for, like, spring break. Oh, no, no one will be there for spring break. Um, yeah, don't come up to
0: us. So we go for spring break. Go somewhere nice.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> I, will, I will try to do something for you. I will.
0: That's all right. I'll, I'll, uh, maybe I'll have to take on your your mold and go around and try to introduce people to each other. And hopefully, I make a couple yes. friends there. Literally but just, over-
1: like, I don't know. Yeah. Walk down the street and just, like, yell at people. I'm so serious.
0: I know, but you see, I don't have... Uh, the balls as we say to do mm. that <laughs> I don't I don't think I have the confidence in me to not like because if I get flipped off once it's over I'm just not gonna not gonna talk to anybody and I'm gonna be absent for four years
1: Ooh, it's probably a much different atmosphere in us we go to
0: yeah I mean it's very you know and I don't know I don't want to stereotype or judge anybody that I've ne- that I haven't met but it's very you know boy college yeah Chug, chug, all that stuff, you know, that's not really my my game. But no, no. Mm. you know, oh well. But overall, let's get back to you because nobody nobody cares about my college experience. We're all here to listen to you. Um, what would you? How would you describe uh, the overall environment at New Paltz? Hippie, <laughs> really?
1: Um, carefree, liberal, um, just very like progressive type of college town nice. um yeah if you love anything hippie related Newport it's the it's the place for you was that you?
0: The, did you know that going in or was this all a surprise to you
1: um I knew that Newport was known as the stoner SUNY school mm-hmm. and I was like you know what that atmosphere could be really fun <laughs> <laughs> I was like yes let me go there
0: yeah. yeah and, and you just fit right in. I huh? fit like a glove.
1: I fit right in. I'm <laughs> right in. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, good stuff, man. But um, so you're up there. I mean, I know you, you mentioned earlier you didn't really go to class, but what are you up there studying? For um, those who don't know.
1: I am majoring in journalism, you know, hearkening back to both our days um, in broadcast journalism, what was that? Yeah. Yeah, awful. Co-host the, um,
0: the what whatever. Was it like once a month, we got ripped off, didn't we?
1: Yeah, whatever. We were I guarantee
0: under- we're the only two students in that class that are currently studying anything to do with that class. <laughs> yeah, and we barely got on TV. It was awful.
1: No, no. So, majoring in journalism, I'm minoring in black studies. Okay. And I'm trying to do a double major in PR, so public relations. I think I'm gonna do that. So
0: very yeah. nice. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. So, what's the end goal with all that? Like, what are you trying to do when uh, when you go out in the real world, or do you not know yet?
1: Oh, I have a whole plan. <laughs> okay. I let it rip. Let it rip. Um, you know, the big goal is to be like interviewer for Rolling Stone magazine. Okay. Um, but literally, I will do anything in like the music industry that involves me like interviewing or writing. Or PR, like anything I can do to like promote or like talk about music, yeah. I will do. I love music, so I'll do that. 100%. Do you have any
0: inspirations or anybody that made you want to do that, or is this just something you came up with over time?
1: I literally think it's just something I came up with because I just loved concerts or going to concerts for so long, and yeah. there was always something in me it was like, God, I wish I could talk to them. I want to talk <laughs> to them. So um, I kind of just made my own little niche I was like this is what I want to do I want to do music journalism but whatever can get me there I'll do so
0: yeah that's pretty dope that's pretty dope I know obviously not much um came from the pandemic in the fall <laughs> at least I'm sure at Oswego nothing did but I'm yeah. sure it probably was the same at New Paul's. but um are, do they get like like co- concerts up there every once in a while like do, do people show up and perform um, up at the campus
1: not necessarily at the campus but um in town, there's a a place called the Groovy Blueberry, which is like a a venue and then there's another venue called the parlor, which like local bands play at, so like pretty much campus kids and whatever local people live in new pods they play so I've been to a couple of those concerts, which are pretty good, yeah, yes did you
0: meet any did you interview any of the people there
1: um, did I? <laughs> Yeah, I've been meaning to. Like, I talk to them in DM, and I talk to them, like, in person so often, but I never set up, like, an official interview. Yeah. So I do have to do that, but I do plan on doing that, like, next semester. Okay. Um, yes, yes.
0: Will you do stuff on your own, kind of like I'm doing, or will you go through the campus and use some of their stuff?
1: Um. Right now, the only things I'm doing through the school itself is I have a radio show now. Oh. Um, through my school so it's like the it's called wfnp radio so it's like new Paltz students host their own radio show for like an hour so yeah. i'm doing that um and i want to join the magazine there i think i would do that but other than that freelance
0: yeah you know, kind
1: of what we're doing here <laughs> but
0: yeah yeah No, that was kind of my thing not much was open in the fall but as we so i was like you know what let me uh let me fire up this old podcast here and- Start with interviewing some friends, and now that I'm kind of running out with friends, I'm gonna have to start getting uh, proactive, like you, and DMing some uh, some people. But that's that's I'm not as uh as culturally diverse as you in the music industry. I don't know any of these these uh, up and coming people from Newport. So I I, the only people I know are like the mainstream artists. So I and I come on now. I'm not getting any of that out here.
1: Nah, (laughs) it's very hard. Oh yeah, I've tried that. Well i don't mean to flex i don't mean to flex that flex right
0: off go for it
1: um but i don't know i think i posted about it a lot but senior year of high school no this must have been junior end of junior beginning of senior year of high school i would go to like the westcott theater which is in syracuse on westcott Mm -hmm. street and there would be artists there, like pretty like indie popular artists like claro wallows i think lil tj was supposed to play there but then the pandemic happened. But yeah. I yeah. photographed Claro. I photographed Wallows. I was supposed to photograph Lil TJ, which I will never forgive the pandemic for. Because that ruined it. I was like, that could have been my big break. You guys don't could understand. Um, but yeah, I've been doing that. So I kind of know how to talk to like, I always go through like management. Yeah. Um, so I've I've kind of got the the routine down of how to email these people and find out information. So,
0: yeah, I use TikTok as my source. If I see somebody talents on there, I have a little note sheet on the side. I'm like, let me write them down just in case before they get big, yeah. just so Absolutely. that I could get them all. They're still independent. And I could you know, talk directly to them, but yeah. um, I want to get into that, that whole, cause I, I did check out your website that you have posted in your bio. And if you don't mind, I'll post the link in the, in the description of the YouTube video. So anybody okay. could go check out her, her great photography work, but, okay. um, and so, there's also some great stories on there as well uh, that you could check out. But, um, but so how do you go about like getting in there? Because I would assume it's not just you show up with a camera and you sit in the crowd because those are pretty nice looking shots.
1: Thank you. Um, <laughs> I mean, the first okay. The first thing I ever did was I reached out to the management of Claro's opening act. So that was it's a really weird name, Bebadoobie. But she's pretty popular now yeah. um, worldwide. So I reached out to her management and he was like, Okay, I can get you on the what was it? The press list. Like yeah. he said he could get me on the press list. So I showed up basically, they're like, Yeah, you're under press. So there's like the barricade and then there's the front of the barricade with that little space where all the photographers stand. So oh. I was just standing there. I was the youngest one. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing really. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just did that. And for a while, I just kept doing it through the Westcott cause they knew me. Yeah. So like they kept just letting me do it. So that was pretty much the easiest option, but literally how I just see it is if you like an artist, try and find their management's information and email the management and be like, hey, this is what I wanna do. Is there any way I can photograph or interview? Let me know. And I would love to be like on the press thingy. Um, But that's like just what I've been doing. Like I just email management or sometimes like if the artist is low key enough, they'll answer you directly and they'll just let you do stuff. So um, actually I have a um, interview I did with a band like two weeks ago. Called the Giving Moon and they're pretty niche for now, but I can feel them starting to get somewhere. So I did it like this. I kind of did a Zoom interview with them and um I'm waiting to edit that because I'm very lazy once yeah. again. Um, but I've got that in the works. So recently I've just been trying to like reach out to bands like I like, yeah, who are pretty small, and then um go from there because it's pretty easy, it's not too hard.
0: No. No, that's, um, that's probably, I'm going to have to start doing some exploring over the summer and checking yeah. out some things. And you might, you might be getting a couple text messages for me, hey, who's coming up in music that I could, that I could DM. But, yeah. um, but no, I mean, that's pretty cool. But, uh, so what, what are you going to do with this whole, uh, with the interview that you just did with this band? Do you have a YouTube channel that you're going to be setting it up on, or are you going to be posting on the website?
1: I think I'm just going put it on my website, to be honest. seems okay. easiest. Um, I'm sure I could do YouTube, but I don't know. It's not I that hard like, to be honest.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I could do it. Anybody could do it.
1: I know. I just like having it all in on one place. So probably my website. to yeah. on, But.
0: Yeah, but no, it is. I I checked out some of your pictures. You got some stories, but let's talk about um what I remember was uh when we had to do what was it? it was it journalism in like our junior year? I think it was. We took it with um what was his name?
1: Oh, Savakul.
0: Savakul, yeah. Um.
1: Oh, my yeah, God. Kid. Were you in my class? I, I think I
0: was. That. I think so. I had them, so I would assume you are in the same class. Yeah, because that's what the story has to do with. Um, yeah. Remember, we had to do the project. It was like uh, journalism. Uh, like You had to go interview somebody for like the paper or whatever. You did a whole feature story, didn't you, on the on something going on at the, um, what was it, American High? Yeah,
1: yeah, I did do that. Oh, yeah. so how'd
0: you go about doing that? How'd you go about getting in with the, uh, the guys at American High?
1: Um, how did I do that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we're going like two or three years back now.
1: Um, I think I, wow, um, that is a, r- <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to say what I think happens. It could be slightly wrong, but I think this is what happened. So when they filmed the big time adolescence with like Pete Davidson, remember when that yeah. came here?
0: Yeah, I do remember.
1: I noticed Pete Davidson had a photographer named Marcus Russell Price. And I followed him and I was like, hey, you're in Q's. Um, what's going on? Like, and he kind of filled me in. I was like, oh, cool. Um, me and Marcus Russell Price are kind of like low-key friends now. Like, we DM all the time. Nice. I'm, I'm, he's verified on Instagram now. Wow. Look at Pete that. Pete Davidson's photographer, so I'm like. hey um but yeah so he i think helped me get like a phone number for them okay For like the company because i didn't know how to reach out so he got me a phone number and i basically called and was like hey i'm looking to talk to i mean the the head honcho over there his name is jeremy gerlich and he basically runs like all the production um yeah he's like i think he helped direct or produce like the is it the wedding ringer with like um, Kevin Hart or something?
0: Probably. I don't know. I personally am not familiar with him, but I know the movie you're talking about.
1: Yeah. I think he helped do that. So I was like, okay, he knows some stuff. So I think I honestly just called them and we set up an interview. And then um, I remember I wanted to follow up in person with another one of their like associate producers. His name was Michael. And then he's like, Hey, um, come down to American high. You can come take some pictures of that inside and i'll show you around like okay cool and then i show up and they end up filming like a whole different uh movie right then and there and i don't know if anyone is privy to this information but um joey king wait not joey king oh my god joey oh my god not joey king if you guys know from disney channel the show live and maddie and there was that brother joey on it with the glasses okay um, He was doing that and he was in Liverpool filming this. So I kind of got to talk to him. So I was like trying to write about one movie, but then I ended up being there talking to people about another movie. So it's just like, yeah, it was kind of just like luck, to be honest. It was just like luck of me being there at the right time.
0: Yeah, Um, That's kind of what happens, isn't it? You're just there at the right time and things start to work out.
1: Literally. Yeah. It's very much not about planning and it's just like spontaneous. So, yeah. I was
0: like, okay, nah. So this is completely different, but um, but we, uh, me and my dad specifically, uh, okay. we're we're not like you. We're like we'll make sure they know that we're there. We'll like kind of keep our uh, ears and eyes peeled. Because I remember when that big time adolescent movie came out or was being filmed. It was Pete Davidson, and um, was it Machine Gun Kelly in it too? Yeah. I don't know if he was ever in Syracuse, but I don't. No, he
1: was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was. Okay. Yeah.
0: But either way, we were trying to meet up with Pete Davidson because we like uh, Saturday Night Live. Yes. And uh, we were like, you know, and he was, I believe at the time he was dating Ariana Grande, too. Yeah. So yeah. like that would have just been a bonus. And like people had seen her at like the mall and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we were like, let's keep our ears peeled. And and my dad's got a couple, we'll call them uh, connections, but they're a little bit shady. They're a little shady. But um, so we were going to, you know, we heard, OK, they're filming at... Uh, you know, obviously that American high was the main base, but it'd be like, OK, they're filming over by uh, by the Christmas tree shops. Something like we go over there for a little bit, wait out for like an hour and then nobody shows up. So we'd split. And uh, what happened one time was uh, was I went to a baseball workout in the morning for one of the summer things. And uh, our coach, Coach Ciazzini wasn't there. He had he and we were like, where's Coach T? And he was like, well, he's doing this movie at, uh, at Nottingham High School. Uh, with, you know, him and, like, the state championship team were filming in his extras in one of the scenes where they play baseball. And Mm -hmm. uh, I remember going home, I'm like, Dad, they're at Nottingham High School. Like, like, you know, that's where we need to go. So we went over to Nottingham High School and just hung out there uh, at the baseball field for a little bit. And uh, Pete Davidson, and I don't want to, like, spread false information, but he must have been high off of his you-know-what. Because him and a couple of the co-hosts were on this uh, golf cart. And they were just going as fast as they can around the track down yeah. at, uh, down at yeah. Nottingham. So me and my dad and my brother was with us, and we were sitting there hanging out. And uh, here he comes. And I was like, you know, hey, Pete Davidson, can we, like, snag a picture real quick? And he was, like, the nicest guy ever. Like, he was he was super cool. So I have a picture with him. But, like, we've done that with a few people like that. I haven't gotten any interviews, which, you know, probably okay. would have do been have more a- beneficial. Well, but, uh, hold up. Hold yeah. up.
1: Backtrack. you have a picture with Pete Davidson? I do.
0: You want me to pull it up?
1: Yes, I want to see it.
0: All okay, right, hold on right a minute. Now. Let me oh, find it. You
1: have this no is, idea. It's,
0: I'm all, like, clean-shaven and shaved head. Like, this was a while ago. <laughs> Let's see if I could find it real quick. I'm on the clock, too, and I'm pressured, so it might take me a bit.
1: No, that's, like, so... That is literally the epitome of, like, everything I try to do is, like, get pictures with people.
0: Oh, a little bit of a glare. But there's... He's no. in the blue. It's not really focusing. And then but whoever his think- co-host is is the other guy but yeah, we've done that for a few people. Yeah. Like it's, some people call it creepy. Me and my dad call it strategic,
1: I but, uh, strategic. <laughs> I mean.
0: but yeah, we we just, you know, we keep our ears peeled. And for the most part, like it wasn't like they were keeping it a secret, like they were putting it all over surges.com and stuff. Obviously you knew about it. So it was yeah, like, everybody right. knew about it, but, um, yeah, but yeah, we've done that a few times, had to kind of get a little weird stalker, like, but it's okay. We, we're young. We don't mean anything by it. These other dudes are like 45, so they, they can, you know.
1: <laughs> You're not like paparazzi. So. No,
0: we just want to see them, get to take a picture and all that. and It was actually a, a pretty cool day because it, we it, it literally was like a good two weeks of buildup that we were like, we want to meet this guy. And to the point where me and my dad uh, went to that American high. Yeah. And uh, Pete Davidson was doing a like a, he did like a on the spot stand up routine or something like that. And oh, he posted yeah. it on like his Instagram or something. So me and my dad went and it was all right. It was, it was, it was pretty good for the most part. It was like, you know, all off the cusp stuff that he would come up with. It was very low key, but we went and he was good. And, you know, we still didn't meet him there. And we were like, damn, like that might've been our last shot. And then it just all happened to be that, you know, if the Liverpool baseball team wasn't there, wasn't at that yeah. thing, probably don't know. So it, same thing. It's just being in the right spot at the right time. Really?
1: Yes, absolutely. That's so exciting. Thank yeah, you. I guess so. so.
0: <laughs> we haven't been able to do that in a while though, because because uh, of the whole pandemic thing. Because
1: yeah, nobody's nothing. been around
0: lately. But mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe the fair will get some people this year. If you yeah.
1: know, let me know because we can go I together. Will.
0: I will. Absolutely. Yes,
1: there.
0: <laughs> if there's any there. big stars, I'll be texting you right away. Hey, bring your camera. Such and such is coming.
1: Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready.
0: But uh, but all right, let's let's move along here. And there's one final thing. Sure. that I wanted to talk about here before, um, before we let you go. And it's a little bit on a, on a more serious note. Um, okay. so about a year ago was the height of, uh, was when George Floyd was, uh, yes. was murdered. I know we just went super dark right there, but he was murdered by, uh, by the police officer and mm-hmm. you, uh, on social media were one of the most vocal people that I had personally followed. You went out and made a few posts, um, yeah. that, I don't want to say gain clout because that's not what you were in it for, obviously, but, yeah. um, a lot of people were reposting it and stuff. Um, and then also you came out with a, with a very uh, touching and inspiring video uh, sharing your feelings and opinions on it. I just want to ask you, like, what, obviously I, I can answer this for you, why you, why you did it originally, but uh, what was your inspiration for it and why did you really decide, I want to take a stand and, and make my voice heard during such a pivotal time?
1: Um. I guess it was me noticing a lot of inaction, not necessarily by, you know, the communities that were affected, but li- like within Liverpool, yeah. no one was really advocating for it. And, you know, me having a lot of friends, like a lot of my friends happen to be like black or POC. And so I was like, I'm sitting here as a white woman doing nothing. And I'm seeing all these other white kids from Liverpool do nothing, say nothing, say nothing. So I'm like, and I've noticed, like, a lot of, like, back in high school, like, I always, like, had little micro issues with people, like, not out, right? But I don't know. I think definitely the pandemic made me more, like, bold or made me more extroverted. Yeah. Surprisingly, because then I became more <laughs> outspoken, and I would just see, like, some people, like, at our school have, like, little racist tendencies or, like, kind of be just, like, not it. Like, they yeah. would start stuff and i'm like listen someone needs to put them in their place even if they don't like it because i did get a lot of backlash from people who didn't like what i posted i know um but like at the end of the day like i wanted to speak on it not for like myself but for my friends who you know kind of felt silenced by it who were black and poc and i felt as though i wanted to use my white privilege and kind of put something out there because I feel like I do have a good speaking voice, so I was like, I will write something and I will speak on it because I don't think this is fair, and I want to speak for my friends who definitely are more affected by this than me.
0: Yeah. So. No, I mean, I thought I personally thought you did a great job. I mean, thank you. From what I remember, and this is kind of off off the side, that video that you did, right? Was that all in one take?
1: Yeah. So, like, you
0: just you sat down. Was it? Did you do it once, or you had to do it a few times?
1: I like wrote a little script to so, like everything I wanted to say, but um I didn't like edit it or take breaks or anything. Like I just yeah. ran through it.
0: That's the best way to do it. I mean, you see, and this is a completely different thing, but you see all these like BS people on social media and on YouTube, they do something wrong. Let's put out an apology, and there's like 30 cuts. And it's like, you know, that's not genuine. Like genuine to me is just sitting down in front of a camera and speaking your heart, which I thought you did yes. beautifully. Um, around that time. But, um, but yeah, and I, I, I could speak for sure that you gained a lot of respect on my end for doing that because it takes, like I said earlier, it takes a lot of, a lot of balls to do that. Cause you did, you got a lot of negative backlash from people that at least I would at the time probably have considered people that I was either friends with or acquaintances with. And like you said, once the pandemic hit and all that stuff kind of happened, you really started to see true colors of people.
1: Yeah. Literally. I was like, wow like it honestly happened to be like some people were even like my brother's friends yeah. so it was like, it's kind of hard you know having a twin who has these friends who have these sort of political beliefs and I'm like don't like them at all yeah. <laughs> I'm like okay um but like at the end of the day like I didn't do it for me I did it for my friends and right. you know people who kind of don't have a voice. And that's kind of like why I ended up going to, there was a organized, I want to say, was it protest? Like it was through QS youth BLM. Okay. And basically organized by these two high school students, um, from like the inner city schools or Syracuse city yeah. schools. Um, so I went to that and it was a really good, um, organization. We did a whole walk. I thought it was great. I thought it was a good turnout. Um, of like the Syracuse community, and especially for young people, like it was kind of strategized so that more young people would show up to it. So I, I really enjoyed that, and I wanted to do more of that. But um, it's kind of died down now. But of yeah. course, there's more work to be done. Absolutely. Um, so that's kind of why, like, I keep talking about it. Like, I'll keep posting stuff about it, or when I see something, you know, of injustice, I'm going to like put it up and speak a little on it because. Again, yeah. those stories don't deserve to be silenced. Absolutely.
0: So, Absolutely. Yeah. And I know what you're thinking as the common viewer, what are these two white kids out here talking about issues like BLM for, but they, they need to be talked about. And, uh, I knew personally when I had asked you to do this, I was like, you know, what, I, we should talk about this for at least, at least five or so minutes and just, yeah. you know, discuss it a bit. But, um, but like you said, work is far from over. Uh, the mm-hmm. conviction a couple of weeks ago was mm-hmm. a good step in the right direction, Yes, yes. but, um, So much more to be done still. And And I think uh, it
1: really just, like you said, um, kind of helps you realize like what people are really standing for and who you surround yourself with and kind of just outed a lot of people for being.
0: 100%. um,
1: Terrible people.
0: Yep, And it just, it really like, I don't want to say it shocked because in the end it really didn't. And you're like, yeah, okay. That's not surprising. But um, but for, for my own personal amusement, Reading like your comment sections during that time, and just reading what like nonsense people were posting, and then mm-hmm. reading like your clapbacks and uh some of the other people's clapbacks gave me a night of entertainment. And I was like, ah, this is this yeah. is all right, this is all right. And you know, going through liking you know, all the liking you know, all the comments from you and everybody else, yeah. you know, preaching all that stuff. But um,
1: it's the but, yeah. reckoning. Yeah, the reckoning.
0: <laughs> I was for it, man. I, I I love that stuff. I love the little social media arguments. Just sit back and yes. let the world burn in front of you. But uh.
1: Force.
0: But either way, um, like like we said, hopefully it's a step in the right direction. And uh, from the two of us, I'm sure we'll have, you know, all of our brothers and sisters backs for as mm. long as possible. So
1: absolutely. hundred percent.
0: Yeah. But moving quickly on here before I let you go, um, I got to ask you, uh, we already touched upon um, your website that you could find all that great stuff on. Like I said, once again, if I got to keep saying this, so I remind myself so I don't forget Post your link of it in uh, the description of this. Do you have any other things that you might want to plug out? Like possibly maybe a, a podcast or no?
1: <laughs> I would love to do a podcast. That would be so exciting. Um, but oh, I'm trying to think. I don't really know. Um, if you know me and are seeing this, I sell a lot of clothes. Um, hit me up if you have any interest in vintage fashion. Second, um, I will be putting out more music-related interviews. So, of course, check out my website. I'll be posting that on my Instagram, too. I'm going to plug my Instagram. It's plug at, it. at for it. Nettle. just my name, nothing else. Um, I'm starting – I did a little mini project, which I called the Friendly Project, which is me just taking pictures of my friends and doing little blurbs on them. I started that, didn't finish it, but I have a lot of stuff in the works – journalism related, but as long as you're supporting me and helping me promote my work, I love you.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, um, I also wanted to mention this too. I did uh, your, your Instagram posts, right. About, or just, you know, are usually just the same, like taking pictures of your friends, taking pictures of things that you see and find cool. It made me personally realize like, damn, I don't have many pictures. So now my goal is for the summer is, uh, is to be more like you. And every time I'm with a human being, that i haven't seen in a while i want to make sure i snap a picture if i see something cool take take more pictures this summer that's my goal yes to, to yeah. do and uh and i'll 100 credit my inspiration to, to you but um yeah Amazing. go ahead right there yeah. but um and i'm glad you plug stuff because the last few weeks i've asked the same question and everybody's like no nah. and then i go ahead and plug like eight things so it always makes me feel like such an a-hole but uh yeah but i'll plug my stuff too uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, do all that stuff for YouTube and all the algorithm and all that crap. So we can maybe get this off the ground a bit. Um, if you, uh, follow follow the, uh, po- oh my God, follow the podcast on Instagram. If yes. you choose at tell them about that. Uh, I have a TikTok that you can follow where you'll mm-hmm. see little clip bits of all of the, uh, maybe even this part, we might even throw the dancing in there. Um, it's you'll a- see all the the clip bits 30 to 50 seconds or whatever uh, of each podcast every Thursday should be Thursday. We'll see how I feel tonight. But, um, and if you're on Spotify because you didn't want to look at our faces, I think you missed out this week, but, um, you can go ahead and hit the follow button on pot on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, they should all download automatically at around 10 o'clock. It's a bit, it's a bit shady, but every 10, every uh, Thursday at 10 AM is when all the new podcasts come out. Um, but either way, Abby, it's been a pleasure today. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on.
1: For having me. It's been so good talking to you after like so long.
0: Like over a year. Well over a year. Really? Over a year. <laughs> it's just nuts. It's like flew by and it's gone so slow in the same way. But,
1: but Here we are. We're back. Either
0: way. Yeah, we're back. We're back, we're back in it. Back in it. Hopefully I'll have you on many more because I feel like we just cracked the surface here today. Um, hopefully you'll bring, hopefully you'll bring some more projects in here and all that stuff. But, um, but either way, once again, thank you so much for joining us here today. As for me, I've been Jacob Bradley and this has been episode. I still haven't figured it out. Whatever 18 or 19 of them about that.